0: Hey, it's Steve. In this episode, I am talking again to Scott Oltoff, who just wrapped up the Black Hills Ultra Marathon over 50 miles straight. Back in episode 7501, we talked about his training, his favorite running shoes, things like donut sticks and Gatorade, and of course, World Vision. So here I go, catching up again with Scott Oltoff not long after finishing the Black Hills Ultra Marathon. Good morning. Hello, Scott. How are you?
1: I'm doing well.
0: Are you? Are you?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Just you know, legs are sore, but you know that's what it can be expected.
0: I saw a video uh, that somebody took of you. I think you were you had like eight miles left to go, and you looked great. You were you're still you were running. I mean, you weren't just like shuffling along, and you you had a smile on your face. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. I said about, about mile forty. I figured it hurts whether to run or walk, I might as well just be running and get over with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so you've wrapped up the Black Hills Marathon, Ultra Marathon, Ultra Marathon, over 50 miles. You did this on Saturday. Uh, overall, uh, you know, how did you think it went? How was the weather? How, do you, how was your performance? I know you weren't out there to break some sort of record. Yep. Based on other ultras you'd done, how do you feel?
1: Uh, first of all, the weather was perfect. I ended up about 55 in the morning, about 70 to 75 at the warmest. Uh, a lot of peekaboo sunshine, a little bit of sprinkles at the end. So it could be perfect for that this time of year because it can be hot. Uh, just like Tuesday and Wednesday of last week. It was in the nineties. So very, very thankful for that. Overall the race went really well. It's kind of what I expected. Expected very difficult conditions. Um I finished right at 14 hours, which you know I told you I was gonna take the whole time, and I did. Uh one thing that was surprising was the uh technical nature of the trails. So there was a lot of the downhills was loose gravel and rocks you had to dodge and not Try to fall. Uh, I think more than half our teammates fell uh, on the trail just because there was so many rocks. It's not something that you can train for in Central Illinois. That kind of rocks going downhill.
0: Yeah, I mean in Central Illinois, you're basically training for distance and 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 endurance more than anything. There's there unless I guess you head out to like Allerton or something. And I don't know. Did you do any of that? Uh, try to do some fake trail running?
1: Yes, Kickapoo, Clinton Lake, a couple places I ran. But the, the technicality of the run isn't nearly as extreme as it here in the Black Hills. With the, just the rocks, it's just it's really difficult to run down when you have to worry about not tripping and falling. You have to look all the time. It just it just wears on you after 12, 14 hours not to worry about falling. So that's why a lot of our teammates fell. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a lot of climbing—sixty-eight hundred feet of climbing, I think, and about seven thousand feet of descent. Uh, can't you can't uh, mimic that anywhere in central Illinois? So, yeah, you know, a little s- sore today. I'll be sore for a few days, obviously. But uh, overall, I thought it was it went really well.
0: Now, as we record, it's Sunday, and you were going to head back on Monday. And do you do you purposely built in just sort of day of recovery? Cause- yes. You know, obviously getting in the car or on an airplane the day after would be pretty rough.
1: Yeah, my parents actually drove out with me, so they're going to help drive back, which is nice. You can stop every hour or so and stretch out. But yeah, definitely need a day to just kind of walk about, try to get your legs back a little bit. Um, But yeah, so today is just kind of a day of rest. We may just drive around, see some of the sights around Rapid City today, get out and walk around just so I can get my legs loosened up again.
0: All right. Any other stories from some of your uh, your co-runners? I know you had a network of uh, of, of runners that uh, you kept in touch with online and ran virtually with. How'd everybody else do? Everybody make it through safely?
1: Uh, we did have one, Chad Dykstra from uh, lower Michigan. He finished first uh, 40 and older, and he won an award for that. Uh, he, he He's a really gifted runner, runs the sand dunes of, of Southern Lake, Michigan, and just did tremendous. So he actually won the masters uh of uh, age division 40 and older.
0: That's great. That's really great. All right, let's talk about food briefly because one of the things that was uh, fun about our first conversation a while back on the podcast was your you would uh, stop very often at the Circle K's and get the donut sticks and uh and uh I can't remember which which Gatorade it was, but how about the food on the on the Black Hills Ultra? Was it good? Was it up to par? Yes.
1: Yeah, so I pretty much took 3 shots of Mountain Dew every aid station. <laughs> just need the caffeine to keep going and then i filled my water bottles up um and then uh, yeah the food food was typical for for aid stations doing ultras it's it's all the sweets the soda coke mountain dew uh skittles m&ms a little bit of everything you know sometimes you feel like eating that stuff sometimes you just need a peanut butter and jelly sandwich sometimes you just need um just some sugar so it's good to have a variety of things you never know how your stomach's going to act
0: right what's next what do you got on your schedule because i know you like to keep running long distances so that way you're always sort of kind of trained for the next marathon so what's next on your run calendar
1: I haven't signed up for anything, but I'm tentatively going to plan on running the Illinois Marathon of September. I mean, I'm pretty much already in shape for it. As long as my legs recover right, uh, I'll probably run the Illinois Marathon of September and haven't really decided anything after that. I was going to kind of wait to see how I did. Was not injured after this race, whether to do anything more the rest of the fall, but tentatively going to run the Illinois Marathon in September.
0: And, you know, with regard to injury, you stayed mostly injury-free on this particular run, and uh, you, you feel like you're going to be able to bounce back? um pretty quickly.
1: I think so. I mean I, I mean, I'm walking around pretty good this morning which is good. Um didn't sleep real well last night cuz it it just, it's just sore every time you move it hurts. You just <laughs> but uh right now I feel pretty good. I went in a hot tub here at the hotel, I did some exercising, got some of the, you know, topical gels on my legs, took some Advil. So I'm feeling pretty good right now. I, I'm probably going to take one to two weeks off from running, do some swimming or biking and then maybe try to come back mid-July and do A little bit of running, see how that goes. Yeah, uh, I one race that want to do another one is that Muhammad half marathon early August. About like to do that too. Now, it would just be kind of a get back to it, rate run, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. I, I ran that one many years ago, and I do remember it being in August and it being very, very hot. But uh, that that sounds like a good one because you'll have taken some time away, but your body will still very much be in long distance mode, so that makes sense, yes. So you've done other ultras. This one you hit right at 14 hours. Is that your fastest, slowest, right in the middle?
1: Uh, well, slowest for a 50-miler, but, you know, I did that 50-miler in South Africa in 2013, but that was all on the road, and, it, you know, that was the same kind of climb, but because you're on the road, you don't have to watch your feet everywhere. You can go downhill and just run and not worry about falling. And so it just takes a lot more out of you to, to navigate the rocks and the gravel and things like that going downhill. Um and, and running on trails is slower in general, just because the footing's not the same. Uh, and it's pretty lonely out there. You know we have hundred and fifty runners running across fifty miles. so you know for at times I wouldn't see anybody for five or six miles. So I brought podcasts to listen to music, listen to at different times just to keep my mood uh, up. And all those things help kind of distract you from the the pain or the just the boredom too, because you're out there on single track trail in the middle of nowhere. It's beautiful area. It's the most beautiful run I've ever been on. There's no doubt about that. But uh, it, you're just out there by yourself. So when there's 150
0: runners, do you, you do you all go off at once, or would that be a little confusing? Do you go off based on your time?
1: It goes all off at once. So, like, the first four or five miles, you're in a group. But by the time you get the first aid station, after the first aid station, it's spread out enough, uh, and then you're uh, on your own. So um, it was about, uh, yeah, 150 runners or so. And every aid station is about seven, seven and a half miles apart. So after the first aid station, I didn't see too many people occasionally come across someone and talk for a while. But then um, different paces, Or if you have to stop, um, you'd lose that person and not see them the rest of the day. Yeah.
0: What was the longest you had to stop for refreshments or just to rest your legs or whatever?
1: I really tried to limit my stop because, you know, if you stop five minutes over seven aid stations, that's 35 minutes. So I tried to just be focused on refilling my water bottles Uh, getting some Mountain Dew, any other food that I may need, and then just take off. Even if I'm just walking the first whatever, as long as I keep moving, the worst thing you can do is stop and rest. (laughs) Uh, Even if you just have to walk, that's better than stopping. And so I try to limit my time on the aid stations because of that.
0: Well, good enough, Scott. we wanted to do just an update. Uh, thanks for being on the podcast a while back as you were talking about all your training and, you know, running around Champaign-Urbana. And, uh, you know, you ran Saturday in the Black Hills Ultra. Over 50 miles took you about 14 hours. Congratulations on completion. That's fantastic.
1: And, and the biggest thing why we did is, you know, getting child kids sponsored overseas. That I mean, That's the main reason why we do it. We don't do it for our own personal benefit. We do it for the kids that we're getting sponsored, kids that don't have clean water, health care, uh, food. And so that, that, that's the whole reason why we do it, not not for our benefit. So that, that, that's the greatest thing. Whether we ran the race or not, we all won.
0: Right. And how many kids do you think, based on this run and this fundraising effort alone, do you think you were able to sponsor?
1: I think we'll have over 600 kids in our team wow. by the time we're done here in the next couple of weeks as we wrap things up.
0: That's great. And remind us of the uh, the organization once again.
1: It's it's Team World Vision. So World Vision, one of the largest non-government organizations, they uh, really focus on, child. you know, uh, community development uh, through child sponsorship. So when you sponsor a kid, you sponsor that community, and they provide healthcare, clean water, education for kids overseas. And you could pick your country, pick the, your birthday. of a child that you want to sponsor, it's just a great organization. I've been to Africa twice and saw a couple of the uh, uh, area development programs World Vision does, and they just do a tremendous job of just community development, which is what you want to see. You know, teach someone how to fish. And uh, it's just a great organization to be part of.
0: Well, congratulations on both fronts, not only on uh, you and your team, uh, you know, getting up to, what, 600 child sponsorships based on all of the publicity, but also on completing the ultra there in Black Hills. That's great. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. All right. Safe trip back. And when you do get back into Champaign, you know, treat yourself, get yourself a new pair of running shoes.
1: All right. Sounds good. (laughs) I I don't think I want to run through any forests for a while, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Safe trip. All right. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Have a great day.
0: Hey, thanks again to Scott, and congratulations on a great effort, and thanks for uh, taking the time to be with me here on the Holstein Company podcast. Back next week, I hope you have a great week, and I'll see you around town.